0: hello all this is blonde haired girl I'm doing a daytime rambling a morning rambling Uh, a lot of my best ideas come in the middle of the night and uh, but today I, I woke up thinking about my subject matter basically because I my most popular everything that I do as far as my as my con- creating content and putting it out there is political. It just seems to be kind of political. Like people really are interested in that subject. Um, and I know you know. T- this morning I was looking through TikTok. I mean that TikTok um, Twitter. So I'm looking through Twitter and like all these really interesting things are happening right now <laughs> in politics. Or just in world current events, which I guess I to some degree or another I'm I'm interested in. So I I but it's not what I really believe is my content. It's like not what I'm actually about. What I am and my life and my journey and my content is about making our lives what we want it to be and so our consistent focus on what our life is not uh, what is currently happening that is undesired is keeping us actually from the desired outcome and so and so our constant attention to what is happening right now in the world is keeping us from moving to a different place in our lives and and so the constant talk about it the constant searching watching you know um, watching TV or me going on Twitter or me you know TikTok, and 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 I don't know if you all have noticed but I noticed that what ends up happening is is If I stop on something, like, if something catches my eye, then I get more of that. I get more of that. Not necessarily on Twitter, but especially on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, I suppose, to a certain degree. Although I've gotten my Instagram to... A beautiful beautiful place where nothing hardly ever comes on my Instagram that I don't want to see most of it is really pertinent to me I guess through I guess these uh, uh, logarithms I'm not sure how you say the word um they they pick up on the nuances of what we stay on what we content that we're interested in and so they give us more of that and I actually believe that this is the way the universe is. This is the way the law of attraction is. So the longer that we, that we put our attention onto something, it just keeps more evidence of that keeps coming back to us. When I was coaching families, I I've been actually coaching individuals for a a while and I would give them this example. So like, so you have this, um, this something comes into your mind. So something comes into your mind and it's like this, this little, this little snowball. And then it starts rolling down the hill and it gains size and momentum. And then you're just doomed. (laughs) At least for the moment, it's like, you can kind of just forget it once it takes root. It's better to just, you know, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to control this right now. And so pff, go do something, go for a walk. Um, I like to, to go to comedy. I, sometimes I'll go to my favorite shows. And so it gets me out of that pattern of, of thinking at least for a moment. <laughs> Today, I was thinking of this crazy idea because my brain has just been really actively in this mode that I'm talking about. It has, something has happened and it is just latching onto it for all it's worth. I can see it going on and I'm, and I was thinking about this idea of making this um, sign, you know, like not a stop sign, but you know, stop signs are very, very pertinent to us. So, a sign that looks like a stop sign but it's green and it says trust and every time that my that uh, that my my brain goes to the catastrophic to just put up this sign in front of my face to redirect my my thoughts to what it is that I'm wanting which is to trust that everything will be okay to trust that there is a solution to trust that that everything in my life is unfolding with perfection. A lot of times I can't see that. I, I, and I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I'm alone in anything. I mean, it's sort of the human condition. I had, I had posted something today on my, on my Instagram that had to do with this. And one of my Instagram followers had, had said, you know, this is tough and it's like, it is, but it is the meaning of life. That we came here, we came to planet Earth because of the experience of being here. And to create our lives. Like to create a life kind of like, you know, a potter creates a pot out of clay. And it's in the pop process of creating our life that that is what life is. It's, it's like this journey, this constant journey, this stream of life that's not even, it's, it's actually true. We're in this stream of life and like things are just in this continuous like change and flux. And so we're like on this great big ball in the middle of <laughs> space. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it. It's just nuts like when you think about like what are we doing here and when it came to me that just here is the point it is the point in and of itself is just awareness and as I sit it's like not really a whole lot's going on around me now if I go into my Twitter (laughs) worlds If I go into my Twitter world there's a lot going on there so I can like go down that you know that stream it's like "Mm, maybe not maybe I'd rather just kind of coast here with the quietness and hearing the birds singing and (laughs) but anyway the actual thing that I would like to talk about today is the idea of strong women because i'm going through something right now in my life <clears throat> that that has been a theme since i i can't remember like since i was of dating age with men is and trying to date and trying to like be a couple with a man it is just this constant recurring theme in my life I really believe that I'm continuously misread by men they they don't quite understand me because if you are to look at me they they see this (laughs) Alice in Wonderland sweet oh you're so sweet you know you're all of these characteristics about me and That is a part of me, that is a part of me, but that is, that is not the whole of me. And that it's, and it's just (laughs) when their mindset is, is they, it's sort of like this Superman complex. That, that that he's going to come in and he's going to save your life. That he's going to save you. He, you know, these men are like the fireman. They're just going to go in and save their, their woman from that, you know, castle. Um, <laughs> and then you've got women like me and my circle of actual friends. I don't know why. I, I like attracts like. So I have attracted these really really amazing strong women in my life who are in some ways fairly na- non nonsense we don't have time for the nonsense we don't have time for the games and and here's the other thing is like this not really needing not really needing a man like, I may want you in my life. It might be nice. It might be fun. It might be comforting sometimes, but it's not, it's not a need. And so it's like this whole different, different way of being. It's not based on like, like, because I talk about attachment a lot because I really do believe that we are our bodies are set up for attachment they're just set, set up to attach to other human beings but sometimes that can be confused with like these these um psychological concepts of you know different attachment disorders and and all these things and and that's not really what i'm talking about so so I you know I I feel like like I I just generally get misread I get misread by men and there's a few things that I just I just want to put out there to my male well and female listeners because maybe they would resonate with this somehow like For some reason, I feel like men really do get in this fix it mode and they feel like they need to fix me. I'm going to talk about myself. This is, you know, and I don't think I'm alone. They feel like they need to fix me. Like they need to fix what's wrong with my home, what's wrong with my car, what's wrong with my whatever. They perceive something is wrong and they want to fix it and and i feel like this comes from a sense of of wanting to be needed and when they don't feel needed they they it's really really not a good thing for them to not feel needed but that's not for me that's not really what i'm looking for i'm actually looking for a guy to like be my friend and friends don't necessarily feel like fixing each other. We just go hang out, right? We just go have a drink and just blah 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 and talk. We go hiking, we go we go out listening to music. We just do stuff. And we and it, there's not necessarily this this like I've got to fix you in order to feel needed. <laughs> and 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 then along with that is just being told what to do being told what to do i just honestly i just i cannot i can, i just can't i don't want someone to tell me what to do unless i specifically say to a man i am asking for your opinion I'm asking for your input on this. I, I, I specifically would like you to tell give me your input. What do you think? Unless I say that, and, and, uh, and what I find is, is as I'm doing something, like as I'm, I'm okay, I'm just going to give you an example. <laughs> okay, so I'm running out. It's in the evening. I'm running out and I, I see my plants I did not water them that afternoon. I've been having to water my plants twice a day in the summer. So in the afternoon, in the evening, I didn't water my plants. I go to water them and this person stops me. Do not water your plants right now. They go to sleep just like we do. I know about plants. And so this... Okay, this is exactly what, what, first of all, I didn't ask. Second of all, the implication is, I don't understand this, but like, I don't know about plants. I know better than you, pretty much, in some instances, about everything. (laughs) Men, I don't understand it. I guess maybe it's just the men that I find myself with. I I don't understand like I, I tend to just attract this certain type of person into my life for some reason I cannot figure it out um but you know like they just seem to kind of think in their mind that they know more about everything and in this particular circumstance I didn't even ask I didn't even ask it's just like it's just this continuous stream of um of you need to hear this 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 and and I don't know what it's about it's like this this feeling feeling more knowledgeable feeling bigger I don't know what it's about I can't I can't cuz my friends wouldn't do that I just don't see my friends ever doing that they you know <laughs> Quite frankly, they don't. They probably wouldn't care enough to say anything, you know, about me watering my plants in the evening. Um, so, I had done a, a YouTube not that long ago where I was talking about about men and actually wooing, like a man trying to to date you, and. And, and like and recently I had somebody just specifically ask, why? Basically, why do you not want to, to try and be with me? Why, why not? What is it? And <laughs> And sometimes I can't necessarily put a finger on it. But one of the things is to just not be focused on me. Which I know sounds really, it sounds really contrary, doesn't it? Like, but to be initially very focused on themselves. It's sort of like filling up their own refrigerator so that they have something to offer. I don't mean that they don't have anything to offer. But what I'm saying is, is that to really like do the internal work that it takes to like to, to be really whole in themselves especially for somebody I guess like me I don't know I don't want to sound like conceited or anything but I just and I'm an incredibly strong person I don't come off that way to a lot of people they, they would they would not say that about me but it is just the truth. Because I I I don't force my will on other people. I don't force it on my children. I don't I don't force anyone to to take on my ideas. I don't I don't really care that much. Which sounds terrible, but I do care, but I'm not the be all end all. People are the expert of themselves. I think that they actually already know. They actually already know. They, they have this intrinsic knowledge, but they just don't know. They just don't tap into it. They don't tap into it. So I, so I grew up with an incredibly strong mother. My mother was, she worked which was kind of unusual. You know, a lot of women, when I was growing up, when I was really young, they didn't work. They they were stay at home moms and dad worked and mom stayed home. It was starting to be the this like social revolution. I, I think when I was quite young where <clears throat> I think, that things were changing for women and like the concept of birth control had come up and women were starting to have more choices. But I think a lot of, of women stayed home, but my mother worked and my mother was just incredibly strong and still is. (laughs) She still is like, I'm thinking about, I mean, she had a stroke like, like two weeks ago and she's getting let going home tomorrow. Like she's just incredible. She's walking, talking. I mean, she's seemingly back to normal. She's a really, really strong person. And so, but I've actually been misread my whole life. People have just sort of like seen me and have misread me. (laughs) And I'm laughing because like, I actually an incredibly incredibly strong person like i think about like i had a home birth i had two of my children at the hospital and my oldest child is is diagnosed autistic and so and i'm not really sure why he's autistic i i think it was a combination of things i think that to to lump it into one thing is is not it was like this perfect storm of of and its genetics its environment its vaccines its birth i mean it's a combination of things as to why my child was diagnosed with autism but i didn't want i didn't want anything i didn't want the hospital just interfering with this birth what i found was when i went to when i had my babies in a hospital they just really took over they hijacked my my birth Of my children and so I was just determined so I went to a to a midwife and I have to tell you I was incredibly scared I was really scared I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do this I don't know how I'm gonna get through this I didn't see myself as any kind of birthing goddess like they used to require that I watched all these birthing videos and I'm watching them going oh my god I'm just I would actually go home and cry I just be like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I'm not like them. I'm not like them. I just don't know what's gonna happen. But, <laughs> but um, my my child's father. <laughs> it was really funny. We were we were at a at a pool. We were actually at a pool, and about ninety miles from where the home that I was gonna be giving birth at. When I just came to bed, it was about about. 12:45 in the morning and I I came in and I said you know I, I'm not sure what's going on but and he just didn't even let me finish the next thing I know he just threw the children in the car <laughs> and raced up the hill I think he may have done 100 miles an hour all the way up the hill and I'm like definitely having labor pains at this point um and it was super it was a super interesting experience like I remember um trying to have it in the bathtub I tried to have my son in a bathtub and that didn't work <laughs> I make jokes about it where, where I would like push and then he would just suck back in like he just wasn't gonna come out that way so I ended up getting out of the out of the bath and then I tried every single like position known to man to birth this child and it just was not working <laughs> Huh? and so I finally ended up like sitting on this bench because I had heard of somebody oh I had to sit on this birthing bench I'm like okay you know so I just sat on this bench and and I tease and I say the grace of God came upon me but I I gave birth to this child at home and he was huge he was 10 pounds seven ounces he was like this huge baby and I felt so vindicated (laughs) because it took me a long time to like actually be able to push him out but it was one of the greatest things that I've ever done. I mean, it it just like took a lot for me to face that fear. And, and I faced a lot of fears in my life. I really have. I, I have just faced it and gotten through it somehow. Um, through the grace of God. It's the only way I know how to say it, but so I I have been vocal about this desire to have somebody, you know, in my life, but I just keep having this recurring theme happening over and over and over again, this same type of of person and and this is quite an obstacle it's just an obstacle and I'm and I'm and so (laughs) so thus telling you all earlier about me making some kind of sign and just trusting trusting God with this because for some reason I'm creating this I am in essence creating this by my beliefs I guess my belief is somehow that men are like this but not all men are like this and and in all actuality, there's nothing in nothing at all wrong with being like that. It's like it's like you know I don't want anyone to change. Don't change. Don't cha- I don't want you to change, which is why I I have left relationships over and over again because it got to a point where I couldn't. I could no longer. Be in the situation I was in. And so I felt, and I did not want them to have to change because I also know that they don't want to change. Who wants to change who they are? And there's nothing wrong with who they are. There, I guess, there are some women out there who really, really like being told what to do. There are some women. I remember this one woman that I used to go out with. We used to go like listen to music together. And we were sitting with this group of guys and she actually said, I want a guy to tell me what to do. I want a guy to make the decision. She just didn't want to have to make any decisions in her life. And I found that astounding. I did, but there's nothing wrong with her being that way and admitting it, just admitting that that's the way she feels. I think it's great. And there are plenty of men men who would scoop her up and, and love that. Absolutely love that. And so I'm not wanting somebody to change, you know, I end up having to, to leave these relationships. So I'm trying to create something different and I, I've been making these, Abraham Hicks had talked about these focus wheels. So I have these, (laughs) I'm like the queen of sticky notes. I have sticky notes everywhere in my life. I I absolutely love them. They're so great. And. I have all these sticky notes with these these focus wheels on what it is that I would like to have in my life in in this idea of a man and enjoying time with him. And so I guess I'm trying to change my beliefs. But what if the things that I wanted to to when I said that 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 I guess I have this belief about men because I keep recreating this. I keep recreating this scenario where I'm spending time with someone and they feel the need to, to, to basically like fix me, fix the situation, fix me. Like, I don't know, I don't know how else to say it they They play this Superman role, <clears throat> but that's not what I grew up with. I grew up with a dad who was incredible. My dad was um had studied to become a priest. My dad was a philosopher, he had a master's degree in philosophy. And his bachelor's was in math. (laughs) He was incredibly intelligent. My dad worked on computers when they were first starting, when they were the size of rooms. He actually worked on the spacecraft that went to the moon. He worked on the cooling systems. He was living in Florida at the time, I believe. I wasn't, I don't know that I, I'm, I'm not sure if I was born yet. I think this must have been before I was born, but... So he, um, and the way I experienced him was very interesting. He, by the time that I really, really, I, I remember him coming home from work every day, but it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I had just sort of realized that we were just two peas in a pod he 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 was just there like i remember when i was a baby he used to take care of me like i was a really really sick baby and he would come in and and he would take care of me he would like put alcohol on my chest and he would he would wash up my stuffed animals that i'd thrown up all over i mean he he was just and he was always there he was like clockwork He was like clockwork. He came home every single day. And he just, he provided so much stability for me and also just belief in me. Like he used to, he used to tell me I should become an engineer. and I didn't even know what an engineer was. Um, but he believed that I could be whatever I wanted. He just absolutely believed in me. And sometimes I had, had well my my last my one of my last memories of him was we had gone to a family reunion and and we were flying back and he was sitting on my left side and I had put this my seat back just a little bit and I put my head on that little, little crease there and I fell asleep because I was really, really tired. And, and then I think I saw him one more time and then he was gone. He, he, he was gone in his physical body. He, he, but he left this example and and when he passed away it changed my life it was it was at that moment it was like i was on this trajectory and and it just changed my life and what it did was is it i had really lost confidence i'd lost confidence in this idea that that Abraham Hicks is always talking about that I could be, do, or have anything. Because at the time I was really, really, like I knew this law of attraction. Like I understood that when it is asked, it is given. And I knew that. And a lot of times it was, it was given to me. It was the weirdest thing. Like all these like really weird things were going on. And then, then when my, my dad Past it was like I just stopped really believing in the magic. So I went through a lot of years of really kind of floundering, and I, I mean, my life has been incredibly beautiful. I I I have had like an amazing life. I've traveled. I've done all these like amazing things, but I I have not quite mastered this law of attraction, but my dad gave me this example and and I have just had such a challenge to like be able to to have that in my in my physicality not as a father but but he was my male role model And so I can't figure out why I keep (laughs) when you have like almost like Mr. Rogers I mean my dad was like so sweet. He was like the sweetest guy. Um, Mr. Rogers as a dad you know. (laughs) Why you keep attracting like I'm sorry Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not the gay version but But just like the, you know, I just don't know. I just can't figure it out. But just this morning, I was just thinking about it again. this, um, the way it is to try to, to, to function in this aspect of my life is really challenging. (laughs) So I had said, I said yesterday to my son and his little friend, I was like, you know, um, I just need to really focus on on my son for now because he's he's going to graduate, and then um and then I have all these projects, you know, like i'm almost done with my second book, and i you know I, I've got a lot going on right now enough to keep me busy all day every day but and then she said, Well, yeah, if you stop looking, then you know you'll attract him, and I just started to laugh because you know what I have to say. And this is the absolute truth. I started to see that there wasn't really any rhyme or reason in in this. Because I was single for like six and a half years. And sometimes I would go out thinking I was going to meet someone. Sometimes I would go out not thinking I was going to meet someone. And it didn't matter. It really didn't generally matter what my intentionality was. So the way I describe it is, is that... And sort of like, the stars are like all just in the sky, and then all of a sudden they go, And they line up, and then it's like lightning crashes, like, bam. It's like this instant it was just like, um, this instant like manifestation, I guess or it's just like it's when it's baked when it's right when it's ready it just like sort of comes into alignment and there it is <laughs> so one thing that has has occurred to me is that i'm just practicing i'm just practicing for for the next thing that that all of this is just practice and 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 i am I am preparing the way for the manifestation of a really, really, really great camaraderie with a man. (laughs) Because there is this element in me that really believes in this. So I get like really disappointed. I'm like, oh, I don't understand. I don't understand why it's not happening. And I don't understand why that isn't turning into this. And I, I don't know. Oh, I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know that we ever do. Do we? Do we ever like really figure it out? Can it be figured out? Are there some things that can be figured out, especially when like all the factors are constantly changing? And we're in like this flux all the time, it's sort of like the sun. The sun is never the same at any given moment. Like it's just it's just flowing. It's like lava. You know, lava is just flow, 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 flowing and changing. And then, you know, it's, I don't know that we ever figure it out. And then once we, we like think we've got to handle something, it gets a deeper knowledge and it's just crazy. So I don't know that I ever will kind of figure this stuff out, but I, I can't stop trying because see, this is life. This is life. This is what it is. It is the awareness. It's the awareness and to wake up, put your feet on the ground, decide you want to go make some coffee and go downstairs, take your dog out, come in and make your coffee and begin your day. It's just the living. It's about just living. And on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. I really appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.